This video is brought to you by Nebula. Today, Russia fails to get elected to the ICJ. Reports suggest that Rishi Sunak is about to reshuffle his cabinet and a Spanish politician is shot. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Friday the 10th of November 2023. For the first time in history, there'll be no Russian representation at the UN's International Court of Justice. On Thursday, elections took place for five members of the ICJ, with the Russian candidate losing out on a spot to a Romanian candidate. Both Kirill Javorgian from Russia and Bogdan Orescu from Romania were nominated to the court for the Eastern European region. Javorgian won only 77 votes, whereas Orescu won 117. While this is the first time that there's no Russian or Soviet representation at the court, it's not actually the first time that a member of the Security Council will not be represented at the court. That happened back in 2017, when the UK failed to get elected. The election also saw Mexico, the US, Australia and South Africa get elected to the court too. Speaking about the failure for Russia to get one of its judges back into the court, Vladimir Zelensky tweeted, The UN has begun to cleanse itself of Russia's malicious influence. For the first time in UN history, its member states denied Russia the right to administer justice on their behalf in the International Court of Justice. The world sees who destroys international law instead of protecting it. Congratulations to representatives of Australia, Mexico, Romania, South Africa and the US for winning votes for ICJ. The court is composed of 15 judges, each of whom serve nine-year terms. Each three years, five of the judges go up for election and there's no ban on consecutive terms. The court was first established back in 1945 and its job is to settle legal disputes between states, while also offering advisory opinions on legal questions that are referred to it by other parts of the UN. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. This week, the UK Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, got herself in some hot water by publishing a controversial article in The Times, in which she compared pro-Palestine marches to sectarian rallies in Northern Ireland, while also criticising the Metropolitan Police for not shutting down a pro-Palestine march, which coincided with Remembrance Day. The Prime Minister did not sign off on the article, and it's been seen as an act of disobedience by Braverman. There's also been speculation for weeks that Braverman's deliberately tried to get herself fired from the cabinet, so that she can claim a sort of martyr status for the Tory right. This, it's argued, would help her leadership ambitions. At the time of writing, Braverman is still the Home Secretary. It's been reported, though, that there could be a cabinet reshuffle as soon as next week, in which Sunak may well shift Braverman to another role. According to insiders who have reportedly spoken to Deputy Prime Minister Oliver Dowden, no decisions have yet been made on either when the reshuffle will happen or who will be moved. We will, of course, update you with any details of the reshuffle if it does take place next week. We move now to Spain, where Alejo Vidal Cuadras, the founder of the far-right Vox Party, was shot in the face by a gunman on the back of a motorbike. The former politician was rushed to the hospital and is now stable and conscious. Police are currently investigating, and the part of Madrid where the shooting took place, Nunes de Balboa Street, is still cornered off. 
Fidel Cuadras is known for his strong opposition to Catalan separatism. It was only this week that the Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez reached a deal with Catalan separatists, in which there was an amnesty for those involved in the 2017 independence referendum. As a result of this, Sánchez will be able to cling on to power. Shortly before being shot, Fidel Cuadras criticised the deal on Twitter, saying that the disgraceful pact between Sanchez and Puigdemont that crushes the rule of law in Spain and ends the separation of powers has been agreed. Our nation will thus cease to be a liberal democracy and become a totalitarian tyranny. We Spaniards will not allow it. After a four-month-long strike, it seems that US actors union SAG-AFTRA have finally agreed to a deal with Hollywood Studios. The shutdown over the last few months took place due to a disagreement about pay and a concern about the use of AI in writing. The union claimed that the deal was valued at more than $1 billion and included an increase in minimum salaries, a new streaming participation bonus and more protections against the use of their voice and images by AI. A number of actors have, today, spoken out about how happy they are with the new settlement. At the premiere of the new Iron Claw film, Zac Efron described the deal as incredible. His co-star, Jeremy Allen White, was told during a red carpet event about the deal. He exclaimed, that's amazing, upon being told. Some, though, were more tempered in their opinions on the deal. Union Negotiating Committee member Kevin E. West admitted that there had been tears of exhilaration and joy, but that the deal was not perfect. Sean Sharma, also a member of the committee, said, You can be happy for the deal overall, but you can feel a sense of loss for something you didn't get that you thought was important. Moving to Israel now, where the ground invasion into Gaza continues. It's been reported this morning that Israeli airstrikes have hit near several hospitals in Gaza City. For their part, Israel has accused Hamas fighters of hiding in hospitals and of using the Shifa hospital complex as its main command centre. However, a growing number of people have started living in and around the Shifa hospital, as they seem to believe that it's safer than remaining in their homes. Right now, it's not known exactly how many missiles have been fired towards the Shifa hospital, but the Hamas-run health ministry claims that at least one person has been killed. In total, more than 10,800 Palestinians have been killed since October the 7th, and another 2,650 people are currently missing. It was only yesterday that crowds of Palestinian families walked south in an attempt to avoid the Israeli airstrikes. As a result, Israel agreed to begin implementing a four-hour humanitarian pause each day to allow people to flee. However, there's been some criticism of this decision. Francesca Albanese, the UN expert for the Palestinian territories, described these humanitarian pauses as cynical and cruel. They added that four hours was just enough to let people breathe and remember what is the sound of life, without bombing, before starting to bomb them again. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss efforts made in Indonesia to create more forests. An Indonesian government official said on Tuesday that around 200,000 hectares of palm oil plantations are expected to be handed back to the state. They'll then be turned into forests. Indonesia is one of the world's biggest exporters of palm oil, and many plantation operators are acting in areas that are meant to be forests. As such, officials said that this measure is necessary. All in all, this could be a very significant change for the country. 
That's unfortunately all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you enjoyed this video and want to support us in making more of this kind of content, then you should check out Nebula. That's the creator-built and creator-owned streaming service where you can watch all of our videos and podcasts across our channels, totally ad-free. Plus, we post some of our videos on there early, and there's a bunch of exclusive content already there waiting for you on the platform. Now, if that wasn't enticing enough, Nebula is also full of incredible content from other creators you know and love, like Johnny Harris, Real Life Law, and Legal Eagle, as well as lots of cool creators you haven't even discovered yet. And the best thing is that this can all be yours for the price of just $2.50 per month. So check it out by clicking the link in the description, and make sure you use our link so they know you came from us, which will help us produce more content in the future.